Greetings, this is J.R. Dickey. Thanks for tuning in to our podcast. And by the way, don't forget our website, graceandtruth.net. I hope you're having a great day, but if not, hang with me. It's about to get better. Okay, today we're going to talk about a topic that's found in the book of Daniel, chapter 3. It's something that I think a lot of us are going to need now and in the near future. Let's get started. Daniel chapter 3 starts, Nebuchadnezzar the king made an image of gold, the height of which was 60 cubits and its width 6 cubits. He set it up on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. This is a pretty tall statue, probably about 90 feet or so tall and about 9 feet wide. God used the Babylonian Empire as a tool of judgment upon the Hebrew nation. For many years, the people of Judah had turned their backs on their creator. They no longer worshipped him, preferred the gods of the nations around them. They sacrificed their own children to achieve greater pleasure. Their military had become pathetic in the face of their enemies. The nobility shown and the grandeur built by David, Solomon, and their founding fathers was long gone. The streets were filled with vile displays, and crime was rampant. Prophets speaking for God like Jeremiah and Isaiah and others had warned them for generations to repent, but each generation became more self-righteous and arrogant. Into this cesspool came Nebuchadnezzar's Babylonian army. They utterly destroyed Jerusalem, robbed the temple treasury, and carried captive the children of the elite to be servants of their own realm. Now among them were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, who became servants and advisors in the king's service. At one point, we'll read about it in Daniel chapter 2. They were able to save the lives of all the king's wise men by revealing and interpreting his extremely troubling dream. Though the king received the message of his prophetic dream as given by Daniel, he later seems to have believed he could pridefully make his own destiny and symbolically built this enormous gold, all-gold, statue and set it up in Dura, a statue symbolizing him and his supposedly eternal kingdom. Well, the Bible continues, Then Nebuchadnezzar the king sent word to assemble the satraps, the prefects, and the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the judges, the magistrates, and all the rulers of the provinces to come to the dedication of the image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. Then the satraps, the prefects, and the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the judges, the magistrates, and all the rulers of the provinces were assembled for the dedication of the image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up, and they were standing before the image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Of course, you see, Setting up this image and then gathering everyone to the dedication is a foretelling of what the satanic Antichrist will do pretty soon during the tribulation, where everyone 
must worship him who is called the beast and his own image or else be killed. The Bible goes on. Then the herald loudly called, To you it is said, O peoples, nations, and men of every tongue, that at the time you hear the sound of the horn, flute, lyre, trigon, psaltery, bagpipe, and all kinds of music, you are to fall down and worship the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king has set up. But whoever does not fall down and worship shall immediately be cast into the midst of a furnace of blazing fire. Wow. A German philosopher is known for saying that the only thing we learn from history is that we learn nothing from history. And I do believe, at least as far as the Jewish people are concerned, that's a major reason for this story to be in our Bible. The tribulation time will be a fiery trial for them in particular. But God will deliver those who turn to him. The Bible says in Zechariah 13, 9, And I will bring the third part, that is of the Jews, through the fire, I think of the tribulation, and refine them as silver is refined and test them as gold is tested, they will call on my name, and I will answer them. I will say, they are my people, and they will say, Yahweh is my God. Well, anyway, our story continues. Therefore, at that time, when all the peoples heard the sound of the horn, flute, lyre, trigon, psaltery, bagpipe, and all kinds of music, all the peoples, nations, and men of every tongue fell down, and worshipped the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. See, no one wanted to, to get burned, so they all capitulated. Many probably thought, ah, oh, no big deal, what's a little bow? In fact, it's the same trade that Satan offered Jesus. Find in Matthew chapter 4 where he said, again, the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give you if you fall down and worship me. And Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan! For it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. You see, a little bow is a big deal. Uh, well, you probably know the rest of the story. Some of the honchos who bowed down to the king's golden image brought charges against Daniel's three friends. Well, interestingly, Daniel is not even mentioned in this chapter, and that's a fascinating thing prophetically, but not for this podcast. That they did not bow and therefore must be thrown into the fiery furnace. So these three fellows were dragged before the king who demanded to know if their accusers were correct. He said, is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that's their Babylonian names, that you are not serving my gods and do not worship the golden image that I have set up? Now, if you are ready at the time, you hear the sound of the horn, flute, lyre, trigon, psaltery, and bagpipe, and all kinds of music, 
then you shall fall down and worship the image that I have made. But if you do not worship, you will immediately be cast into the midst of a furnace of blazing fire. And what God is there who can save you out of my hands? Now you have to admire these gutsy guys. They responded to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to respond to you with an answer concerning this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to save us from the furnace of blazing fire, and he will save us out of your hand, O king. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we are not going to serve your gods, and we will not worship the golden image that you have set up. At that point, the king really lost his cool and commanded that his servants fire up the furnace seven times hotter than usual. Then the three cohorts were thrown into the furnace by men who were themselves killed by the sevenfold heat. Of course, the king, as he watched, was expecting to see some crispy fried Hebrews. But as he looked, his eyes bugged out, and he cried, Was it not three men we cast into the midst of the fire? They answered and said to the king, Oh, certainly, O king. He answered and said, Look, I see four men loosed and walking about in the midst of the fire without harm. And the appearance of the fourth is like a son of the gods. Anyway, He called the lads to come out, and when they did, you know what? Only their binding ropes were burned off. They didn't even smell of the fire. Sure, this is a wonderful miracle, but I want to point out their courage. That's because it's this kind of courage that we as believers are going to need today and in the coming days as will the Jewish believers during the coming tribulation. Friends, don't cave in. Don't bow. Don't compromise your faith with the establishment. Don't fear the threats and don't believe the lies. Even if you stumble or fail, don't give up. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. That's Psalms 37. Yes, the Lord will be with you in the fire, and only the binding ropes of this life will ultimately be gone. Now may the Lord grant you peace in the midst of any storm and faith to trust him. Look for our next podcast, and may you realize more of His grace today.